It is Friday. That can only mean one thing. It is now time for Linderman's Picks right here on Tales from the Abyss. I'd like to thank each and every one of you out there in podcast land for tuning in to me today. Ah, I'm ready for the weekend. I mean, who isn't ready for football by this point, right? We're headed into October. By the way, October 1st is Sunday, so this will be the last weekend of September that we will be picking games. We're heading into October, the greatest sports month of the year, in my opinion. So why shouldn't I be excited? Uh, folks, not only that, but last week in our picks, we did fairly well. Uh, we did have a push on one game in college football. A push meaning we didn't win, but we didn't lose either. But we'll get into all that here shortly. But first things first, got to talk about our intro song this week. This week's song, Time for Me to Fly, by the, in my opinion, underrated rock-slash-pop band REO Speedwagon. The song comes from their 1978 album, You Can Tune a Piano, But You Can't Tune a Fish. Yes, that is a bad joke. But REO Speedwagon, to me, I've actually really gotten into them over the past like year or two. I don't know why. I, I liked them back in the in their heyday in the 80s a little bit here and there, but I was never a huge fan. But for whatever reason, I like them more today than I did back then. Um, and actually, I, I heard this song, Time for Me to Fly, on the Adam Sandler buddy comedy movie, uh, Grown Ups, here recently. Grown Ups is a stupid-ass movie, but for some reason, I find it funny. Anywho... Uh, Time for Me to Fly was on that movie when I was watching it the other night, and uh, so I decided to play it as our intro song this week. As far as for the album itself, uh, you can tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. Never heard it all the way through. Yeah, so, uh, but it does have another classic REO Speedwagon song on that album, and it's a song I almost played today, to be honest. It's called Roll With The Changes, but uh, maybe, maybe another day. But this week, our introductory song was Time For Me To Fly by REO Speedwagon from, like I said, their 1978 album. You can tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. No shit, Sherlock. All right, folks. Let's head into into some... Can I get it out today? Let's head into some sports action. We're quickly here. We're going to go over uh, what happened in our last week's picks in college football and the NFL and what we're going to do, folks, is we are actually going to start in college football, where we went two and one, and like I said, with one push. I'm going to save the push for last, so let's do this, shall we? And we are going to start in Nashville, Tennessee, with the Kentucky Wildcats in an SEC matchup. Traveled to Nashville to take on the Vanderbilt Commodores. Vanderbilt has not been relevant since Christ died. Line on this was Kentucky Wildcats minus 14. That's what we rolled with, and guess what? The Wildcats won by 17, 45 to 28. 
So you can chalk that one up on the board. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get to our second win of the weekend. The Washington Huskies with quarterback Michael Penix Jr., who some say could, not saying will be, could be in the running for the Heisman Trophy. Uh, uh, I don't know, a few months from now in December. Who knows? I know Penix has been going off. But Washington uh, went down. Uh, went down. They hosted the uh, California Bears. And the line on this was Washington Huskies minus 21 and a half. And that's what we decided to roll with. And guess what? It hit. Not only that, not only did it hit, but it hit by quite a bit. Washington scored 59 points against Cal. Uh, so the score on this was Washington 59, Cal 32. Our only loss of the weekend came from Coach Prime and the Colorado Buffaloes. They went into Eugene, Oregon, and the Ducks said, we're going to smack you around a little bit and watch you roll around in the dirt and die. And that's exactly what happened. We had Colorado at plus 21, and that wasn't even close, really. Uh, the final score on this was Oregon 42, Colorado 6. It was a Colorado Buffalo thumping up in Eugene, Oregon. Colorado's going to try to bounce back this week against USC, but if you ask me, I think USC is going to trouble them. But I don't know, we'll get into that in a little bit. And then our fourth and final game in college football this past weekend uh, is a top 10 matchup. Notre Dame Fighting Irish were at home in South Bend hosting the Ohio State Buckeyes. Line on this, Notre Dame plus three. Yeah, that's what we went with, Notre Dame plus three. Guess what? Final score, Ohio State 17, Notre Dame 14. So that plus three was right at it. Vegas hit it right on the money. Therefore, it's a push. Notre Dame loses by a three. We had them at plus three. It is a straight push. No win, no loss. But, hey, it's better than a straight-up loss. So that is why, folks, in college football, we went 2-1 and one after four games this week. Because that push game, I'm just not going to count it. Didn't win, didn't lose, shouldn't count. So that's what happened in college football last week. 2-1, 67%. I'll take it. It's better than the 1-3 mark from the weekend before. Huh. We don't need to be doing that shit again. That is for show. For show, for show. So now what we're going to do, folks, we're heading over to the pro football circuit, the National Football League, where, again, like college, we had four games. Now, we went 2-2 two and two in the NFL last weekend, but, man, we were damn close. And I mean damn close to going 3-1. and one. And you know what? Let's start off with our two losses in the NFL the Green Bay Packers were at home hosting the New Orleans Saints. Line on this was the Packers minus two. Saints at the going into this game were two and zero. Looked a little mediocre on offense, but they do have a stout defense. But we went with Green Bay at minus two, and it was close. New Orleans did blow a seventeen point lead, and Green Bay did win the game eighteen to seventeen. So we missed it by a point. So we lost that one. So Green Bay minus two did not hit. Our other loss is actually kind of surprising. We had the Dallas Cowboys, minus 12 and a half. They were on the road in the desert playing the Arizona Cardinals, an Arizona Cardinal team that is very, very close to being 3-0, and to be honest. Anyway, line on this is Dallas, minus 20 and a half, uh, 12 and a half, and that is exactly what we rolled with. And unfortunately, the, the Cowboys lost the game outright, like a bunch of cowgirls. Cardinals win 28-16, to so we lost that one. Uh, but now on to the good stuff. 
let's get to our two wins last week. Miami Dolphins going up against, like I said last week, the Denver Broncos. Denver in disarray with new head coach Sean Payton. Not who knows what's going on over there, right? But supposedly, head coach of the Broncos, Sean Payton, was talking a little bit of trash about Dolphins' uh, starting quarterback Tua Tagovailoa. Not exactly sure what he said, but it was enough to stir up an ass whooping because the Dolphins beat the Broncos seventy to twenty. Line on this was Miami minus six and a half. And the Dolphins win by 50. Yeah, it was a boat race, folks. So, Sean Payton sounds like he's making enemies all over the league. Anyway, so we hit that one, like, easily. Like, we hit that one the first two minutes of the game. Fourth and final game in the NFL. The Seattle Seahawks were at home hosting those kitty cats from Carolina. Line on this, Seattle minus six. That's what we rolled with, and guess what? It hit. Seattle wins by 10, 37-27 over the Panthers. Panthers still don't look good. Um, They are having some problems offensively, it looks like. Of course, they have not replaced Christian McCaffrey. Star young quarterback Bryce Young, number one overall pick, is hurt. Yeah, Carolina's struggling. Long season to go, though, boys. Maybe they can right the ship, but being in the same division as the Falcons, I hope not. Anywho, so that's what we did last week. With all of our picks. So, we enter the weekend at 4 and 3. There you go. I love it. A lot better. It's better than the week before. And I'm hoping in the NFL this week, when we pick our games, we can do better than 2 and 2. Because that's exactly what we've done in the last three weeks. 2 and 2 every week. So, it is what it is. All right, folks. We're going to go look at the top 25 in college football this week. It was brought to my attention last week. That uh, as I was reading out the top 25, I did not go in numerical order. You are correct. That's because the schedule sheet I go by goes by times of the games. So if I go from number 6 to number 22, it's the time of the game. Remember, you have normally have, what, three or four different times. Noon, this is Eastern time, by the way. Noon, 3.30 p.m., 7.30 p.m., and then 10, 10.30 p.m. So... That's what I'm going by. So let's go through this top 25 and let's look at some matchups and uh, go from there. This week's matchup slate of games is not quite as big as last week, but it's not a bad slate. So let's hop into it right quick. And we're going to start on tonight, Friday, September the 29th. The Utah Utes, the number 10 Utah Utes, are on the road to take on Oregon State, who is at uh, 19. Utah is 4-0, 1-0 in the Pac-12, Oregon State. 3-1, 0-1 in the Pac-12 line on. This is Oregon State minus 3.5. Uh, to be honest, we're not choosing this game this week. Uh, I'm kind of leaning towards Utah plus 3.5, but I think it should be a, a, a fairly close game. So let's move on to Saturday in the top 25. Here at noon, number 6, Penn State on the road. Take on Northwestern. It's a Big Ten matchup. Line on this, Penn State minus 27. It's a lot of points to be on the road, but Penn State's look pretty good this year, so who knows. Uh, one of the bigger games is at noon. Uh, number eight, USC Trojans on the road in a Pac-12 matchup. Last season for the Pac-12, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget their college realignment next year. USC on the road, headed to Boulder, Colorado. Coach Prime and his Buffaloes coming off an ass thump into Oregon. USC is rolling with quarterbacks Caleb Williams. Line on this is USC minus 21 and a half. Uh, again, a lot of points 
to lay on the road, but uh, I do think USC wins by, I don't know if they're going to win by 21 and a half or not, but I think they should win at least by 20. Uh, let's see, also at noon, it's an SEC matchup. Florida Gators on the road to take up uh, take on a very surprising Kentucky Wildcat team. Florida ranked number 22 in the nation. Uh, both teams are 1-0 in their conferences. The SEC line on this is Kentucky minus 1. We're not choosing this game, but I do think it will be a close one. So, let's move forward, and we're going to stay in the SEC. And this is a 3.30 start, and it is the South's oldest rivalry. The number one Georgia Bulldogs heads to Auburn to take on the Tigers. Georgia rolling with a 4-0 record. Auburn 3-1. We're about to see what they're made of this week, though. So, we'll see. Also at 3.30 on Fox, number two Michigan Wolverines head to Lincoln, Nebraska to take on Helen Keller University, uh, Nebraska Cornhuskers. Man, they need to get their shit straight over there in Lincoln. I'll tell you that. That's all I'm going to say. Line on this is Michigan minus 17. I think they win by more than that. Uh, number 24, Kansas Jayhawks on the road to take on number three, Texas Longhorns. Both teams 4-0 in the, uh, and then. 4-0 overall, 1-0 in the conference, the Big 12. Line on this is Texas minus 16.5. Oof. Yeah, I don't know about 16.5, but I do think Texas wins. And at 4 p.m., number 23, Missouri Tigers on the road to Nashville. Take on Vanderbilt Condors. Line on this is Missouri minus 13.5. Not trying to pick on Vandy, but that could hit. 6 p.m., ESPN, number 13, LSU against number 20, Ole Miss. LSU is favored minus two and a half on the road, traveling to Oxford. I think it's going to be a close game, but I think LSU should win. Number nine, Oregon on the road to California. Take on the Stanford Cardinals. Oregon 4-0, 1-0 in the Pac-12. Stanford 1-3, 0-2 in the Pac-12. Line on this, Oregon in minus 27, like I said, are coming off a thumping of, of Coach Prime. Uh, like I said, Oregon minus 27. Uh, it's a lot of points on on the road, but Stanford is really is not good, so that could hit. Number 14, Oklahoma at home hosting the Iowa State Cyclones in a Big 12 battle. Iowa State 2-2, two 1-0 two, in the Big 12. Oklahoma 4-0, of course, 1-0 in the Big 12. Iowa State, to be honest, is not that good. Oklahoma is favored by 20. That could hit, especially with them being at home. And probably the biggest game of the night at 7.30 p.m. over on ABC. Remember, all times are Eastern. Number 11, Notre Dame coming off of such a close loss to Ohio State where they were up 14-10 and gave up a touchdown in the last seconds and lose 17-14. Notre Dame is on the road against a very surprising number 17 Duke Blue Devil team sitting up 4-0 as well. I don't know. Line on this is Notre Dame minus 6. I mean, do they have a hangover from Ohio State? Your quarterback, Sam Hartman, the reason he is over to Notre Dame is to win big games, and he couldn't quite do it last week. I'll tell you what, you better damn sure do it this week or that fighting Irish faithful, they they might riot. They might. I don't know. I mean, it's, Notre Dame has to win this game. I don't know if Notre Dame is going to win by six or not. I think it's going to be pretty close, to be honest, unless Notre Dame gets a fire in their ass. But I do think they the Irish do win this game. 7.30, SEC Network. South Carolina takes on number 21, Tennessee, in uh, in Knoxville. Line on this is Tennessee minus 12. South Carolina's look good at times, look bad at times, but minus 12, Tennessee at home. I kind of like that, too. Um, Alabama Crimson Tide, number 12 in the nation. 
At 9 o'clock, ESPN, SEC battle against Mississippi State. Bama 3-1, Mississippi State Bulldogs 2-2. Bama 1-0 in the SEC, the Bulldogs 0-2 in the SEC. Line on this is Alabama minus 14.5. Bama coming off a strong second half against the Ole Miss Rebels last week, only allowing three three points to a very kind of decent offensive-led Lane Kiffin team. However, in this game, Bama's traveling to Starkville, and historically, uh, I mean, Mississippi State's played Bama pretty tough at home. Line on this is Bama minus 14.5. We're not picking this game, but I think Bama wins, but I think it could be closer than 14.5. Uh, 10 p.m., Washington Huskies. They are going out to the desert to take on the Arizona Wildcats in another Pac-12 battle. Washington 4-0, 1-0 Pac-12, Arizona 3-1, 1-0 in the Pac-12. Washington minus 18.5 is the line. I kind of like it, even though it's on the road. I kind of like Washington minus 18.5, but, you know, not one of our picks. And then finally, uh, it is a Mountain West showdown where the Nevada Wolfpack head to Fresno State to take on the number 25 Bulldogs. Bulldogs are 4-0 in the Mountain West region, and so is and no, not so is Nevada. Matter of fact, Nevada is the exact opposite. Nevada is 0-4. Fresno State is favored minus 24.5, and I think that's going to hit, to be honest with you. So that is what's going on in this week's college football top 25. And with that being said, folks, with that being said, it is time to get into our weekend picks. But before I do, I know since it's time, but before I do, I got to stop. Something just came to mind. Major League Baseball playoffs getting ready to start. This is the last regular season for the MLB season, and what a season it has been. My Atlanta Braves are rolling. Ronald Acuna Jr., number 13 right fielder for the Braves, has set his own club. He is now a 40-70 guy, meaning 40-plus home runs, 70-plus stolen bases. If he does not win the National League MVP this year, it is completely rigged, and it is run by Joe Biden's political party. It is straight-up crooked. I'm just saying. Acuna should win the, the MVP. I'm not going to say it's going to be a landslide, but, man, they've been pushing Mookie Betts for some reason. Uh, the playoffs are on the horizon. Uh, we got some close races, especially the American League West, where it looks like uh, the Texas Rangers are actually starting to pull away with the division. Meanwhile, Seattle and Houston are trying to make the playoffs as a wild card. Yeah, you look at the AL East, still tight. But it looks like the Baltimore Orioles are going to win that division with Tampa Bay probably getting a wild card spot. Whoop, my bad. Dropped my pen. So, yeah, uh, baseball playoffs are coming. I'm hoping to maybe do a playoff special soon. I don't know. I'm going to see how much time I have and see what I can put together for y'all. But that's what's going on in baseball. And keep in mind in October, especially October 10th, that is the first day of the NHL season, and the NBA season will begin a few weeks after that. But we'll have some previews of those sports come up, so stay tuned. And with that being said, I gotta do it. Folks, I'm not a professional gambler, not a professional handicapper. I do this for fun. I love numbers, I love sports, I put them together. I am having a blast. Never been to Las Vegas, never been to Atlantic City, but I have been to Redneck Heaven. 
Oh, man, Biloxi, Mississippi. Been once. Yeah, didn't do well financially, but I'd like to go back. Folks, meaning if you listen to this and you take my picks and you decide to throw some money down, be sure that when you gamble, you do it responsibly with a key word being responsible, okay? Don't go out there and put your brand new gold watch, uh, your brand new Corvette, the house, wife's wedding ring, kids' future, kids' college funds on the line. No, no, no. Set a limit. Have fun with it. Because winning something like that can be fun. But like I said, you got to be responsible. And with that, be, with that being said, knowing is half the battle. All right, folks. It is time to get into some college football picks for this weekend. Friday, September 29, 2023. And here we go. And guess what? We're going to start off with actually a, a couple of ACC battles. When I was going through the slate this week, I, I kind of had a little bit of a hard time finding games where I really liked the lines. So I did the <laughs> I did the best I could, okay? Now all of these games will be uh Saturday. So no Thursday or Friday night picks or anything. And let's get started, shall we? We're gonna get started in the great state of New York. That's right, the Syracuse Orange. Used to be Orange Men. Or in an ACC battle, they are hosting the Clemson Tigers, who almost beat Florida State last week. I watched that game. Clemson lost in overtime at home. But Florida State is a much better team. I know Florida State's a better team than Syracuse, but Syracuse is off to a surprising 4-0 start. Clemson is 2-2, 0-2 in the ACC. This will be Syracuse's first game in the ACC conference line on this is Clemson minus 6.5. But with Syracuse being at home, we're going to roll with the Syracuse Orange at plus 6.5. And with that being said, we're going to stay in the ACC, and it's another ACC battle at 2 p.m., Boston College Eagles at home hosting a very struggling Virginia Cavaliers team. Cavaliers team is coming off a horrible, horrible um, situation with their football game with a shooting uh, at the end of last season. Um, the Cavaliers football team is does not look good right now. Boston College doesn't look great either. Matter of fact, they're a combined 0-3 in the ACC. However, Virginia is 0-4. Boston College is 1-3. Line on this is Boston College minus 3.5 at home. So, yeah, we are going to go roll with BC over Virginia at minus 3.5. All right. And let's move forward, shall we? As we are going to head over to the Big Ten Conference in a Big Ten battle. Yep, this one taking place in the great state of Maryland. College Park, Maryland, to be exact, where the Maryland Terrapins are hosting the Indiana Hoosiers. Line on this is Maryland minus 14 and a half. I like it. Maryland is rolling. They are 4-0 and in the 1-0, and they are 1-0 in the Big Ten. Indiana, 2-2, 0-1 in the Big Ten. Give us the Maryland Terps. The Terrapins at minus 14 and a half over Indiana. And then our fourth and final game that we're picking on this wonderful weekend of September 29th, 2023. Yep, yep, yep. And I cannot believe I'm doing this. Being a military man, you know what I mean? But I like this line. The Air Force Falcons in the Mountain West Conference are hosting the San Diego State Aztecs. San Diego State is 2-3, and 0-1 oh and in the Mountain West. Air Force 4-0, 2-0 in the Mountain West. Line on this is Air Force minus uh, 10.5. San Diego State appears not to be very good. <clears throat> Air Force has not lost a game yet. Excuse me, folks, I'm losing my breath. Um, Air Force has not lost the game yet. I don't think they're going to lose this one. Matter of fact, I think they win big. 
So we're going to roll with the Air Force minus 10.5. Go Chair Force. All right. No no disrespect to any military guys in the Air Force. I was in the Marine Corps, so I'm allowed to make fun. All right. So to just to recap, Syracuse Orange plus 6.5. Boston College Eagles minus 3. Maryland Terrapins minus 14.5. And, and the Air Force Falcons minus 10.5. And, and there you go. There's our four picks for college football on this last weekend of September. And what we're going to do now, we're headed over, like I said earlier, the pro circuit, the National Football League. And what we're going to do real quick, folks, we're going to run through this week's slate of games before we do our picks, kind of talk real quick like about what's going on in the league. And we're going to start, well, actually, there's a game last night, Thursday night football, Detroit Lions traveling to Green Bay. Unfortunately, at the time of this recording, the game hasn't been played yet, so I don't have the score. But the line on this was Detroit minus two. So we'll have to wait and see how that turns out. No question about it. So let's move on over to the Sunday games, shall we? Uh, the first game on Sunday, October 1st, is the Atlanta Falcons in London taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Falcons 2-1, and one, Jaguars 1-2. and two. Line on this is Jacksonville minus three. Trevor Lawrence has really not looked that good so far this season. Offensively, the Falcons last week looked anemic. Don't know what happened in Detroit. I think it's going to be a close game. The high-flying Miami Dolphins traveling to Buffalo in a AFC East battle to take on the Bills. Buffalo's favoring this minus two and a half. I really, I really, I didn't take this game this week, but I really kind of like the Dolphins plus two and a half. The only reason I didn't take it is because one, Buffalo's defense is pretty decent, and two, they are at home in Buffalo. Historically, Miami has never really played well up there. Wow. The battle for the struggle bus. Denver Broncos head to Chicago to take on the Bears. Both teams 0-3. Denver's favorite at minus 3.5. I mean, to me, this is a pick game. But you know what? Just because I hate Sean Payton, I'm going to roll with the Chicago Bears. That's not our final pick, though. I'm just saying I think the Bears win. Uh, in an AFC North battle... Cleveland Browns, 2-1, hosting the 2-1 Baltimore Ravens. Cleveland minus three, favorite in this game. Uh, I think it's going to be close. I really do. I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be close. Uh, excuse my dog, Charlie. He has decided to start barking at the cat for no reason. It is round 27 between Charlie and our cat, Rose. And as it looks, Rose is stepping back, her fur standing up. She's hissing at the dog, and she is throwing haymakers, folks, and she has taken off under the bed. Nice job, Charlie. Take a hit and let her run off. That's right, just like marriage. All right, anywho, sorry about that. Where was I? So Cleveland's hosting uh, Baltimore, and I said it's going to be close. Cincinnati Bengals head to Nashville, take on the Tennessee Titans. Cincinnati Bengals are a surprising 1-2 and two and don't look very good. Tennessee Titans are 1-2, and two, but not surprising, and they don't look good either. Cincinnati is minus is favored at minus 2. Joe Burrow is hurting uh, with a bad calf muscle. I don't know. I think the Bengals win this game, but I honestly think it'll be kind of close too. So, uh, Elsewhere, Indianapolis Colts are 2-1. and one. They are at home hosting the LA Rams, who are 1-2. and two. Rams have looked good at times, but they've they've got some injuries. The Colts still trying to fill out their brand new quarterback in Anthony Richardson. Line on this is even. I'll get my pick on this later because this is one of my picks. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'll get into it in a minute. And here's a 
Um, NFC South matchup, Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the road to New Orleans, NOLA, Louisiana. Buccaneers are taking on the Saints. Saints are favored at minus three. They're also without their starting quarterback, Derek Carr, with an apparent shoulder injury, but they said it's not too serious. However, famous Jameis Winston's coming in to, to steer to steer that offense in New Orleans. Uh, from my understanding, though, Jameis looked like a bag of poo-poo or a bag of crab legs. <laughs> uh, and couldn't get the Saints past the 50 in the second half against Green Bay last week. So we'll see. New Orleans here at minus three, but if you ask me, I kind of like Tampa Bay at plus three, but I'm not taking it. So uh, Washington Commanders on the road to take on the defending NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles, who look really good this year. Line on this is Philly minus eight. I kind of like that too. Philly's good, man. That's all I'm going to say. They're good. Minnesota Vikings. Head east to take on the Carolina Panthers. Both teams 0-3, even though Cousins is slinging the ball all over the place. Uh, Panthers, like I mentioned, Bryce Young's hurt. They don't have a good running game right now. So, line on this is Minnesota minus 4, and I will get to that pick in a little bit. Pittsburgh Steelers off to Houston. Who knows what's going to happen in this game. Steelers 2-1, Texas 1-2. Line is Pittsburgh minus 3. We'll get into that in a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, late game, starting at 4.05 Eastern Time, Las Vegas Raiders head out to San Diego to take oh, San Diego. Are you kidding me? The Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers are favored at minus 5.5. I kind of like that line. Uh, the New England Patriots, 1-2, and two, head to Dallas to take on Cowboys. who should be 3-0 and oh in a lot of people's minds, but they're 2-1. and one. Dallas is favored in this at minus 6.5. We'll get into that in just a little bit. Arizona Cardinals head out to Cali, 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 take on the 49ers. Cardinals 1-2, and two, Niners 3-0, and oh, line is Niners minus 14. I like that. I like San Francisco at minus 14 here. And then the Sunday night game this week on NBC, Kansas City Chiefs traveling to New York to take on the Jets. And I'm pretty sure when this was scheduled, Aaron Rodgers was, was the quarterback for the Jets. So, I uh, man... Yeah, line on this is Kansas City, minus nine and a half, and I kind of like it. And over uh, uh, this week on Monday night, there's no Monday night doubleheader this week, actually. Seattle Seahawks head out east to take on the New York Giants, the G-Man, who a lot of people think it may, I mean, they stumbled a little bit last week, but Saquon Barkley was out. Seahawks are two and one, Giants one and two. And it's even odds on this game. In, in other words, it's a pick on. But to be honest, I'm rolling with Seattle if I had to. So that's what's going on this week in the NFL. And with that being said, let's get into our four NFL picks for this week, shall we? And we're going to start in, Indian, in uh, Indianapolis. The Colts hosting the LA Rams. It's even odds, like I said, pick them. Who's going to win? And we are going with the Indianapolis Colts over the L.A. Rams. Our second pick, the Minnesota Vikings traveling to Charlotte to take on the Carolina Panthers. Line on this, like I said, Minnesota minus four. Guess what? That's what we're rolling with. Minnesota Vikings minus four over the Carolina Panthers. Pittsburgh Steelers traveling down to Texas to take on the Houston Texans. Line on this, Pitt minus three. And that's what we... That's what I like, man. That's what we're rolling with. Pittsburgh Steelers, minus three over the Houston Texans. And then our fourth and final game in the NFL this week. I think the Dallas Cowboys kind of get it right again this week. They are at home hosting the New England Patriots. 
Uh, line is Dallas minus six and a half, like I mentioned, and that's what we're going to roll with. Dallas Cowboys minus six and a half against the New England Patriots. There you go, folks. There's our four NFL picks. Indianapolis Colts, even odds. Minnesota Vikings minus four. Pittsburgh Steelers minus three. Dallas Cowboys minus six and a half. And there you go. All right. All of our picks are in, folks. Everything is done. I hope everybody's having a wonderful Friday. Thank you for listening to me today. But before I get out of here, quick programming note. Link and I, on the main pod, Tales from the Abyss, the main show, we dropped an episode this week where we talked about the wrestling show Heels. And we threw in some other stuff as well. It's already up and out there. You can find it on any of your major podcasting platforms. Just search Tales from the Abyss and you will see our logo as well. Um, next week, I don't know what we're doing yet. We have to wait and see. Our schedules aren't quite matching up sometimes. It's, you know, life happens. So, uh, we'll, we'll, I think we're talking about doing horror films next week. Like horror films on different streaming services. That way everybody can get acquainted for this spooky season that's on the horizon here. So, that's what's going on there. Other than that, I, shit, I look good, feel good, hell I am good. I even smell good. And, I'm serious. You laugh, but I'm serious. And just like a virgin on prom night, I am out of here. I am a Jay Linderman for Linderman's Picks. Thank you all for tuning in. And I am here to tell everybody to stay safe and to stay badass. Good night, America.